Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. I'm Evan Klosky. Back again. And we're the host of the Locked on Rays podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked on Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked on Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Rays. If you're interested in advertising or sponsoring the program, Locked on Rays at gmail.com is the place to do that. Uh, Evan, yes. let's get right into it. Confidence level on a scale of 1 to 10 of the Rays making the playoffs, 10 being the highest, 1 being the lowest, where are you at this moment? Uh, seven, six, seven. Okay. I, I still am, like, I'm not panicking. It, it, it all depends on if they can just survive these next two weeks, right? They come home, huge five-game set. Like, if they go 0 for 5 here, that they're effed. Like, they, they're just, yeah. it's just naturally what it is. And they face the Guardians. So, let's, like, if, let's go worst-case scenario very quickly. They face the Guardians. So, if they lose, if they get swept by the Guardians, they're out of the wild-card spot. And they're trailing probably by a game, a game and a half or something like that. Uh, sure. So, then you play the Blue Jays, and let's say you, you lose those two games against the Blue Jays. Well, now you're probably two, three out. Like, it is so clumped in that wild-card spot, you, you can't crater because somebody's going to win. So somebody is going to gain a game, and thus you're just going to slowly lose ground. Um, now, best-case scenario, let's say they sweep the, in, the, the, the Guardians and they split against the Blue Jays. Uh, they go 4-1. They go for that best case scenario, I'm not even going to say they're going to go five and zero. Oh. I say best case four and one. Um, then you're probably you probably created a pretty good buffer, and you're three and a half, um, you know, up in your wild card spot, and you head on the road to face a softer part of your schedule before the long home trip, which is where we think that some players are going to start coming back. So make it through these two weeks. Don't crater, and then you should be getting stronger as the season gets most important. But Evan, I keep hearing that games in July don't matter, that this team is definitely going into the playoffs, and like you know, you, you really shouldn't care about you know bullpen implosions and 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 starters not being given a long leash because it's just July. These games don't matter. <laughs> what do we tell those folks? I mean, you know, it's it's one thing. I think a lot of Rays fans are a bit spoiled because they've been going to the playoffs and winning the division a lot. Obviously, everyone's given up on the fact that they're not going to win the division. We all understand that. Um, but, yeah, it's not a given. Nobody signs it and says the Rays are going there. And, you know, everyone personally, like people go and yell at Kevin Cash, and I don't know why. What, what the heck is Kevin Cash supposed to do? He yeah. has 17 guys on the injured list. Look at the lineups that he has. Look at yeah. what he has to work with. And then, you know, I got to hear people yelling about Colin Poche in the game um, in the ninth inning. And it's like what Cash did was exactly what he was supposed to do. He went to Thompson and then he went to Jason Adam in, in the toughest part of the order. Um, and, and then, or no, he went, sorry, went Rayleigh before that. Adam faced the toughest part of the order, and then Poche had to face 8-9-1 if he was going to get it done. And that's yeah. what he put him in the night prior in the eighth inning in the same situation. He, in the 
and he screwed it up. I mean, Poche just screwed it up. For some reason, he, he, he sucks against the Orioles. The guy has, I think, given up runs in seven different outings now, and more often than not, he's figured it out. But in three of those outings, most recently against the Orioles, uh, three of the four, he screwed it up. So it's just one of those things, and it's like, you know, I ask people, what do you want differently? I mean, look at what else he's working with. Armstrong, Fairbanks, uh, Bard, uh, Garza Jr. I mean, come on. Yeah. And, and so now it goes back to your point of, you know, philosophically speaking, this team doesn't like to have their starting pitching go beyond five innings if they can hold off against it. But, you know, I don't know how much this team can survive doing that, especially when their starters are really the backbone of this team. And, I mean, luckily, Yarbs did what he did yesterday, right? I mean, 15 swings and misses, and you lose? Vintage. (laughs) You lose Yarbs having 15 swings and misses. That's unbelievable. Yeah, Um, as uh, as Ulysses said, yucky Yarbs went to yummy Yarbs. (laughs) Yummy, Briefly, Briefly, yummy Yarbs. Let's not expect this is going to be the norm from uh i'm still gonna call him yucky yarbs because he's had a lot more yucky yaddy i mean it's one start but yeah i mean you know uh you you brought it up okay let me because we discussed this on thursday's episode yeah i mentioned evan your confidence level one to ten of the rays making the playoffs what is your confidence level one to ten of the Orioles, of the Orioles, the Baltimore Orioles making the playoffs in 2022, being that it is expanded wild card and so on. Two. Okay. I'll give them a little bit of a chance, but they should absolutely trade Trey, uh, Trey Mancini. I don't think that they should do a full sell. I, I, you know, I, I think the full-on sell is what this run has done for that organization. So they'll stop that. But um, you're not going to have Trey Mancini next year. Might as well get something for him. I think their schedule, you know, is a little bit harder. There um, is about to be a little bit harder. And I, I just – with – I mean, they're also kind of smoking mirrors a little bit. You know, and mo- my bigger problem with them is, like, look at their starters – you know, at least the Rays have really good starting pitching. And, and, you know, last year it was like the strength of their bullpen was insane and the depth. Um, but this year, I mean, the Rays starting pitching is the only reason why this team doesn't have a top 10 pick next year. So I'm not quite sure the Orioles have the horses for the first four to five innings that are going to lead them to their bullpen, which is fantastic. Um, but, I mean – can any person out there name like three? I mean, we follow baseball, but like talk to a layman sports fan. Name three, two Baltimore Orioles starting pitchers. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Although good I point. will say this, Evan, you said last year that the Red Sox were showing off a little bit of fool's gold. And look, I was wrong. I, I was a year behind. You're behind on that. Same here, Evan. I was with you, man. I said, this is going to crumble, and boy, it crumbled late in the ALCS. My goodness. Yeah, but at least the the difference was it was always expecting, like, it would pretty much be saying, to a lesser degree, they weren't as hot as, like, the Yankees, but they they jumped out to a lead and were able to nurse that confidence the rest of the way. The Orioles are working from behind, so... Every day is a grind. They don't have an opportunity to have a four or five game losing streak anymore. None of these wild card teams do, honestly. Yeah. I mean, there are between the Guardians, 
the the Red Sox are still kind of there. We think they might sell and, and go off into the sunset, but who knows? I mean, they're still very much in the picture, and the White Sox. So you have three teams who, if they got on any sort of heater, are going to jump on you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's the whole point. It, like, July baseball absolutely matters, and it matters in the point of you can't win the wild card spot now, but you can certainly lose it now. And that's you can't allow the Rays to play from behind when getting fully healthy because even those players are going to come back, Wander and Harold, and they're not going to be a hundred percent. Let's say the glass now finds the mound in September. He's not going to pitch five innings. He's going to pitch one or two. You know, you're going to have guys like Chagua and, and hopefully, you know, Anderson and these guys aren't going to be in tip top shape. You need to give them a little bit of runway to get back into midseason form. And that's why the Rays are a scary team if they can survive this period where it's really ugly right now. And that's no fault to anybody in that clubhouse or Kevin Cash. Just with the storm that is brewing, you know, they are one starting pitcher injury away from just really being full on screwed. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Evan Klosky's working on uh, Kevin Cash's PR election campaign. I, I, honestly, like uh, we talked about this uh, a couple of weeks ago, and right, we we could not believe that they're in the wild card spot, yeah. and they still are. I yeah. just, I, you know, I'm not going to go as as far as some other people who are like. Kevin Cash needs to be manager of the year for a third straight year. Like, I don't think so. But I do applaud his work and the front office to somehow be in this position. Like, I don't know. We're this far in, and it feels like they suck, but they don't, (laughs) right? Like, this whole season has not been a fun season to watch. It really has not. Hey, here here we are. They're still in the playoffs. Hey, we get to October. The storyline could be – Durham Bulls make the MLB playoffs. Like that's what we're at at this <laughs> but point. It, but sadly, it's like they got a – well, other, everybody's going to hit the finish line after 162 games. You're going to have half a team that's only played 80, like, yeah. and, and they're ready to go. And you're going to have McClanahan unleashed, and you're going to have a lot of these pitchers given a little bit more runway to an extent, not like the Rasmussen's. You know, I, don't, I think – there are a handful of players who are gone for the year. You know, I'm not optimistic about Boz. I'm not optimistic about Fire Eisen. I'm not op- optimistic about, you know, s- some other pieces. So, um, you know, and we already know that KK and Zanino are gone. So, yeah. you know, but it, it goes back to the same problem we've been talking about since May. You need to score runs. Like Josh Lowe took a ball to the freaking face. It doesn't matter. They didn't score a run. <laughs> you know, like it, the play didn't matter. It just, it just encapsulated what that road trip was. But, their record when they score four or more runs, they're like 25 games over 500. So you need to inject something into this lineup. And I, you know, I, that's why I've been beating the drum for, you know, a dude like Christian Walker or just something that you can get a controllable asset who's going to help you now to give you something of, of worth because it's just, it is night and day what this team does when they score four or they score less than four. And that shouldn't be that hard. Right. And uh, let's hold that thought because that's a great transition for the next segment. But first, we have to tell you about LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash MLB. That is linkedin.com slash MLB to post your job for free. Terms and conditions 
apply. Evan, you mentioned Christian Walker as a possibility for the Rays at the trade deadline. Is that the one guy you're targeting? Do you have a list of what you'd like to see the Rays go out and get? We also have to remember, like you also mentioned, and it's the old cliche that the Rays have a whole pile of guys on the injured list that are going to be coming back, and that's almost like a trade acquisition or some shape or form. Yeah, I mean the the really the the top guy for me is uh, a dude like Christian Walker. I would definitely call up the Rockies and ask about former Tampa Bay Rays great CJ Crone. Another guy who by the way, not only would you get another year out of him, but it's like 7.5, 8.5 million. It's I mean, affordable, pretty, yeah. It's pretty much you're swapping his contract with Zanino's from this year. Is, is what I remember. I'm not looking at it in front of me. But that's another guy where he helps you now and he helps you next year and gives you serious pop in the middle of the lineup. Um, you know, uh, the problem with those guys is they are first base, DH type. I think Christian Walker maybe can trickle into the outfield if you need it. You know, they've, they've done everything with Harold Ramirez, so I'm optimistic. You know, they're doing that with Bethancourt now. Um, but those are probably the two guys that I think are – impact worthy and i would like to see in the future as well i think the problems that they have this year are not going to magically go away next year so that's a huge concern and i think that i'd be you know if if somebody would if you're not going to use jonathan aranda then if then use him in a trade to bring back one of those guys because i i I don't know why he's not up i don't know why he he didn't replace harold ramirez he seems like the direct the direct replacement for a guy like that. You lost, you lost a contact hitter, just bring up the, the contact hitter or keep him on the roster. You know my feelings on Aranda. I've made that known. Um, then there's just some like wacky little uh, arms out there. Like, I don't know, they, they love dudes with sliders and, and a lot of action on there. I think you can maybe call up the Pirates and get like a Chris Stratton who's got a lot of action on his slider. It hasn't resulted in anything. You know, it could be a Fauché thing. I don't know. But it could be a dude that they, you bring in on, like, pennies. And maybe he turns into something. Maybe he doesn't. But yeah. it, they can use two or three more guys in the back of that pen. And uh, if the Rays have their magic and they can find that pitch. I mean, they did it with Whistler last year, right? Whistler stunk. Turned him around. Um, yeah. You know, they they Chagua wasn't, like, that premier of a guy in Seattle. But... You know, he was he was definitely had better numbers before Whistler uh, had with the Braves and they tapped into whatever his best pitch was. So and not to mention the Pirates historically are horrific with pitchers. They're great at like noticing talent. They're not good at developing the talent. You know, Um, the the issue is that I don't know if the Pirates are allowed to make a trade with the Rays for at least the next (laughs) five, 10, 15. Yeah. They're banned. Yeah. MLB banned. And they're like, you can't, you can't do this guys. Come on. No, you got to forget Um, their, their phone number. Evan, you mentioned a lot of names, but I didn't hear a catcher in that group. We know about the health of Mike Zanino. We know about the health of Francisco Mejia. Do the Rays go out and get say Sean Murphy or is that, too unrealistic. I, Wilson uh, Contreras. Let's not even mention that. But uh, you, you, Murphy, you, know, you made you made control. you made a deal for Bethancourt. I think you're kind of stuck with that. I, I don't like to compound issues. You you know you flagged the guy that you wanted. You you're trying to make him a catcher, and I, I don't 
I don't see why you would have to now get another catcher after making a deal like that. If you thought that he wasn't the guy, then you should have never made that deal in the first place. I like that deal. It, it Outside of one wacky home run, it really hasn't paid off at all yet. Yeah. Um, but similar to the the Mets situation right now, just to use it as a comparison, I don't really think that like I've never entered, uh, never looked at a team and have been like, man, this team is one catcher away from winning the big one, right? Like I've never said that. No one's ever said that, man. If they, if only this team had a catcher, God, I I, you know what? Over. That was probably me when I was 20 in the 2011 season. When, uh, I think, um, Shopik was behind the dish. Yeah. I was like, you know what? This team could really be something. <laughs> well, I in the hell, yes. You know, I understand it because it's frustrating for fans to watch, but ultimately when it comes to like war and like game changing players, I don't really think it dramatically, especially at this stage, you're going to find, unless you're going to go all in on a guy like Wilson Contreras. I just don't know if catchers are consistent enough with their production unless you ha- like, unless you get a top, top guy to think that they're going to immediately come in and make an impact and do so in such a fashion that's going to transform your what you got brewing. In the, in I'll the tell you this. Um, you, you talk about Sean Murphy, uh, Kevin. I was talking to our buddy, friend of the program, Jason Burke, who is the host of the Locked on A's podcast. And he DM'd me and he said, uh, do you guys want Sean Murphy? And I was like, uh, yes, I'll pick up the phone. Uh, he's like, okay, Tash Bradley. Straight up? Straight what up. What kind of offer is that? That's a great <laughs> Tash offer. Tash Bradley. He's like, is Tash Bradley on the, on the table? Because that's just the one piece i'm straight up for taj bradley no 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 for three pieces he's just the headline guy i mean sean murphy has several years of control and i mentioned this earlier this week that solves your mike zanino problem you don't have to and you're willing to part with taj bradley yeah i mean we're willing to part with uh joe ryan to get nelson cruz this is what he said he's he said on the show he had taj bradley carson williams and colby white for Sean Murphy. Absolutely. Do that deal. Why heartbeat. would you do that deal? What is Sean Murphy here? A, a top. Okay. Sean Murphy does not have the name recognition or the cachet because he plays for the athletics, but Sean Murphy is a damn good ball player. And I don't think he's a free agent until 2026. So yes, I would do that deal. I don't I agree. care. I, do, what, I agree. What, I agree with what Kevin Sean is saying. Murphy here. I agree with what Kevin is saying on, uh, uh, about Sean Murphy. Hundred percent. This is no shame Murphy. to Sean Murphy. He okay. is a great but player. It would be, it would, but this is the equivalent of somebody saying, "Oh my!" Like when Ben Zobrist was in his heyday with the Rays. Uh, you're going. You're going to offer that for Ben Zobrist because he doesn't have that chrome, that cash. I get it. I get it. But but I, 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 just like I mentioned on Thursday's episode, it seems like there's only one camp or another camp, and then that's all of our options and everything about life anymore. It's not just the Kevin camp. It's not just the Evan camp. I'm bringing here a third option and saying, boys, Kevin, you're right. Sean Murphy's a heck of a player. Evan, you're right. I would not give up Tash Bradley. So that's what, exactly what I said to Jason Burke. Yes, take Carson Williams. Uh, yes, take who was the other guy? Colby White. But can there be some compromise that the third guy is not Tash Bradley? Because for me, I'm not a prospect hugger, but there are two guys that I need to see in a raised uniform in that top five prospect list. And that number one is Tash Bradley, and number one A 
is Curtis Mead. Those guys, for me, are untouchable. You want to take slap blank? Take them. Yeah. I, I, um, like, I mean, Todd Bradley, to me, is, you know, he's this year's version of Sean, uh, Shane Boz last yes. year. Yes. And Bradley has – all he's done is mowed down competition. And, and like, outside of his first year when he got, when he got drafted – all he's done is succeed. I don't understand at what point. I mean, not for Sean Murphy. No, I get it. The guy is close to a three-war player right now. He was a three-war player last year. The guy still only has 11 home runs. He bats 244. His value comes that's from That's like position. the best hitter on the team right now. That, that's what you're explaining to me. He'd be the best hitter on the Rays, basically. It doesn't matter. We can we – can, shit, we would be the best player hitter on not, the Rays. Not, not to mention, he might be he, – he might very well be the best defensive catcher in all of baseball. Hey, let's see how the Rays do over the next couple of days with uh, Christian Betancourt, Bethancourt, and Renee Pinto manning the ship. No, let's, it's let's a, it's a it's a bad ship to man. I'm not saying that that they are excellent options, not at all. They're I'm just fine saying, already, right? But you can't. Compa- I mean, I'm it just like Murphy is not going to provide you earth shattering results, which is the difference between what Taj Bradley can give you and his potential. Not to mention, Taj Bradley can be packaged in a... He could be the centerpiece in in a Soto-type deal if you want to use him. I mean, he's a star prospect. And not to mention, he is going... Like, his prospect ranking is going to be elevated next season even more. So if you're looking at, like, a stock, right? Like, his his stock is not even as high as it's going to be next year when presumably he's MLB ready. And then you can also tinker with something um, and, and, and do something in the offseason. I just, he, Counter, he doesn't get it for point. me. Counterpoint. Uh, Taj Bradley is a pitcher in the Rays organization. So basically every five days he's playing Russian roulette with his elbow. Well, let's be oh, frank with that. Well, I mean, you know what? Uh, let, let's put a little pause on that because you're talking about sto- uh, stocks. I want to talk about green Skittles people. And there's only <laughs> one place stuff. where we can put, green skittles and that is betonline.net you know it you love it it is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds lines and games find reviews and news of every league including mlb nfl nba nhl combat sports esports and even golf Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and podcasts, or bad trade ideas as well. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Well, boys, I, it's I, a fun Friday yeah, episode. I, yes, yes, it is, which means we do have. An abridged version of trivia named that war. I will just say this. I love when Evan and I disagree. Evan has the the man up though because he hits a golf ball a mile. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know where it's going. That's the only problem. <laughs> no, you're like, Evan, you're, like uh, you're like Jose Alvarado. It's nasty. You yeah. just don't know where it's gonna end up. No, yeah, Oski's exactly. like the the right-handed Brandon Lau. Like you, you don't go. think that Klosky's hitting bombs, but he's hitting bombs. It's really nice. impressive. So Good anyway, man, uh, quick trivia, because we are running out of time here. Uh, there are, and I'm, I'm going to make it easy for you guys. Let's, let's have, we, we need to make it easy for the race, so let's make it easy for us on trivia. Uh, there are 12 pitchers, 12 pitchers in baseball history who have thrown at least 5,000 
innings in their career. 5,000 innings in their career. 12 pitchers have done that. I need Evan to name one pitcher and Ulysses to name one pitcher. So a pitcher, 5,000 innings. At least 5,000 innings, yes. Nolan Ryan? You would be correct. 5,386. Cy Young? 7,356. Hold on. Let's keep going. Can we keep going? Sure. Keep going. Walter Johnson? Oh, the old. Correct. 5,914. Steve Carlton? Yep. 5,217. That's nice. That's nice. The only other name I think both of you would get is a guy who pitched during our adolescent stage of watching baseball. Randy Johnson? No. This guy didn't have quite the velocity of Randy Johnson, but man, he could put the ball wherever the hell he wanted. Maddox? Greg Maddox, 5,008. 23 seasons. Uh, I'll run through the list here because I don't think you're going to get any of the other names necessarily. Uh, So Cy Young, one. Pud Galvin, number two. No idea who that is. Walter Johnson, three. Phil Necro, four. Mm. Nolan Ryan, five. Gaylord Perry, six. Don Sutton, seven. Warren Spahn, eight. Steve Carlton, nine. Pete Alexander, ten. Kid Nichols, 11. That's a great... Kitty Nicks. Kid Nicks. Yeah. Who could forget? Uh, I, I would... I would trade him for Sean Murphy. Um, Tim Keefe, 12, and Greg Maddox, 13. So By the way, the deal, Ulysses, that you mentioned, I guarantee you 1,000% was put in the baseballtradevalues.com trade because it equals out. But I do not 100 And while I use it to see if I'm crazy or not, I still right. don't 100% All of us do. trust that thing. Yeah, yeah no, it's just Sean, a guy. It's, it's a Murphy, fun guy. But if Sean I Murphy think- played for the Yankees or Red Sox... Or the Cubs. He's a great like, oh my player. gosh, Sean Murphy. That's fine and dandy, Kevin. He's That's a great fine player. He doesn't fix the Rays. But I am not trading more impact I'm trading Carson Williams. Yes. I'm trading uh, Colby White. Yes. And then pick anybody else that's not Curtis Mead or Tash Bradley. And I make that deal. I make that deal today. Fair enough. They, they probably, I mean, they probably yeah. don't do it. But uh, yeah, yeah, just Todd Bradley, I think. Untouchable, baby. I don't know. Who knows what happens to Boz's elbow? You're going to probably need him. So, yeah. Uh, boys, it's the second part of trivia, which is called Name That War, for those of you who have never seen us play this game. This is where we take a player from the past, and we look at his career baseball reference war, and we, well, we just guess it because we're really good at this game. So here we go. The player from the past of today is none other than X-Ray for just a little bit for those OG race fans. Greg Zahn. Oh my God! That's sure. I would. Pr- yep. Can we do another Ray and Greg Vaughn? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've done them in the past. So yeah, Greg Zahn. I well, I'm willing what to. Here, I'll give you a baseball hint. reference war. I think uh, I think Sean Murphy already has a higher career war than Greg Zahn had for his entire career. I'm gonna check that out right now. You guys think and mull it over. Holy smokes! This I'll, I'll throw out a number. I'll say eleven. For uh, Greg's on, and you're being a bit more generous than me. <laughs> well, well, I'm going to give you a hint here. I'm going to give you a hint. Uh, you're incorrect about the uh, Sean Murphy Greg's on bit. By the way, fair. Uh, oh man. Okay. So 
I was originally I was thinking like 9.5, but I'll change it now to like 14.5. Evan goes 14.5. Kevin, you go with? I think I said 11. 11. Boy, you guys were right on it, but sports director WTSP, he's gonna get it. Greg Zahn's career baseball reference war is 13.7. Wow. 13.7. Look at this last the clue. Time. I will say the clue helped me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. The clue did help me. Look at look at this, guys. Look. A batting average of 252. On base percentage of 344. A slugging of 388. He was a 732 OPS catcher. Okay. He had an OPS plus of 91. And total 88 home runs in 16 years. So not too shabby. And also a player who Kevin would trade for Todd Bradley. Yeah. Well, let me, let me say this. Sean Murphy, career OPS plus, 111. Second point, Greg Zahn, I think he played like 40 years in the bigs. <laughs> 16. There. 16, yeah. yeah not, I mean, Long hey, so there's something about longevity, baby. That means that they like what you put down. And how you frame and all that stuff. Very yeah. good point. Or now, on, guys. now, now they like what you you press because now you don't you ain't putting down anything. You that's right. The button. Exactly. You got to press that button. <laughs> Look wow. at that. That's great. Hey, Thanks it was a guys. pleasure. It's always fun to have Klosky on the program. Our yes. fun Fridays they continue and continue listening to us. We thank you for doing that because uh, we're. We need the listeners. We, we need the subscribers. We love it. So thank you for making me the Locked on Race podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen the Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. That is also pretty available on all platforms. Who will not throw shade to Taj Bradley? Okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know where I was, but uh, I'm on the Sean Murphy camp. Goodbye. Deuces. Peace. Take care, guys.